Friends, this is Rob. Welcome to Give Us This Day, our daily Guinness. Every day, I'm drinking a pint of Guinness. I'm recording a podcast. Today, this morning, I was reading an article uh, by an author named Ryan Holiday. I love Ryan's stuff. He wrote a book uh, recently called The Obstacles, The Way that I love. Uh, Stillness is the key. Uh, he's brilliant. Just about anything uh, you can get your hands on of Ryan's, I'm a fan of. Um, but I was reading an article he put out today. I don't know where he put it. Maybe I'll put, I'll put a link to it in the show notes of this where you can read it. Today's article was titled, "Is not about routine, it's about practice. And I thought it was so brilliant because I actually, in my life, have had such a hard time when it comes to routine and figuring that out uh, and my and my love of routine and my need of routine and consistency in my life and my confusion, what I'm now realizing, I've been confused about the difference between routine and practice, uh, but I'm realizing that it's this confusion of not having a distinction between the two has led to a lot of pain and frustration uh, in my personal mental life. And by that, I mean this. Uh, when you go on tour as a musician, there's nothing you'll experience more if, unless you're like crazy self-disciplined and scheduling out your day on your own whenever you're home. There's no experience that is more routine and schedule uh, and discipline than going on tour. Uh, here's how it works typically. Here's a day in the life of uh, uh, of being on a major tour. Uh, you, you wake up in your bunk on the tour bus and through the night while you've been sleeping, it's driven you to a completely different city. So... You wake up, uh, You usually you'll have the night before or uh, early in the morning, the tour manager has sent out a day sheet telling you, explaining where in the hell you are because half the time, depending how long the tour is, you have no idea half the time where you'd showed up. They'll tell you uh, where the venue is, where you need to walk to find a shower, when stage call is for sound check in the afternoon. So you kind of start seeing every day, even though you're in a different city and the small things change, there's this flow to your day. You've got time in the morning to do uh, the things you want to do. If you want to go for a run, go see part of the city, go find a coffee shop. But then there's a section of the sound check. Then you have a, a space open before playing the show and then you have the show. And then afterwards you have some time to yourself. Uh, and then you typically the bus call, uh, the bus leaves around three in the morning or two or something like that. Uh, and then it all starts over again. You have this, you kind of get into this flow. And for me, I found it really helpful to have things like routines uh, built into my life. Okay. Like I'm going to get up at a certain time. I'm going to work out. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to, uh, do some writing in the morning, figuring out my mornings. But the problem with this is for me as a touring musician, the second I go out on tour and things flip and my schedule flips and it's not like it is when it's at home, uh, I completely get thrown out of whack and it's hard. It's really hard for me the first few days of a tour to settle into the new schedule because I've got my routine. I'm like almost trying to, I've, I've had like, I'm like trying to figure out, okay, do I'm trying, I don't want to force things. I don't want to be inconvenient on other people. I don't need to have, I want to have like, like really scheduled mornings while I'm on the road because you don't really always know what's going to happen. You need to be flexible. And I've realized in talking with friends of mine that don't have careers that are, uh, uh as uh, ebb and flow like someone like me that's a musician friends of mine that are used to having set schedules and uh, you know you're forced you know you have to be at the office at a certain time during the day so you have these external pulls for you to keep you on track okay I gotta get out of the house and in my car by a certain time but now all of us 
are finding ourselves at home with the day completely to ourselves. Maybe we have uh, things we have to get done. Maybe you're working from home. Maybe you uh, don't have work and you're trying to figure that out. We all kind of find ourselves in really similar situations right now. So this morning when I got, uh, when I was reading this article by uh, Ryan, I found it really helpful and inspiring to me and it's unlocking, like it's, it's, uh, it's making me think a lot about uh, really solidifying my understanding, my understanding of the difference between routines and practices. Reading this article was like this massive uh, source of mental oxygen for me. So I thought I would just read it to you today. Uh, I am absolute shit at reading out loud, but bear with me. Uh, I thought I'd just pass this along to you uh, and the hopes that maybe if you're like me and you are trying to figure out uh, what your day looks like, um, building routines and practices into your life right now, hopefully this... um, will stir up some thoughts or inspiration for you like it did for me. Uh, Okay. Uh, The article is called, It's Not About Routine, But About Practice, by Ryan Holiday. In a world where everything is uncertain, where things are changing quickly, where chaos reigns, and very little is under our control, what we need is simple. It's something that human beings have needed for a long time. Whether they were kings or artists, parents or farmers, senators or soldiers, we need practices. What I'm not talking about are routines. Although daily routines are important, many of us rely on them. The truth is that routines are fragile. Hasn't this pandemic shown that? Suddenly, you aren't taking your kids to school, and then every part of your routine that is triggered by dropping the kids off starts to shift, like tectonic plates after an earthquake, assuming, of course, that those other parts haven't crushed or subducted themselves. Suddenly, you're not able to go to your favorite gym at your favorite time. Suddenly, you're not able to go to the office at all because there's no office to go to. Your job no longer exists. Practices are different. Practices are things you do regularly, perhaps daily. Perhaps not, but no particular order. There are things that you return to time and time again to center yourself, to reset, to reconnect, to focus. Waking up every day at 6 a.m. and watching the news while you have your coffee, that's part of a routine. Prayer or meditation, that's a practice. Eating at the same lunch place and time every every day is a routine. Being vegan or eating kosher is a practice. Journaling is a practice. Going to the 9 a.m. CrossFit class is a routine. Exercising is a practice. The difference in this is flexibility. One is about daily rhythm. The other is a lifelong pursuit. One can be ruined by something as simple as hitting the snooze button one too many times or getting called into work unexpectedly. The other can adapt accordingly. One is something you made up. The other is something you do. Over the past couple of years, I've gotten to interview some of the best artists on the planet about the behind the scenes of their work. It's a wild collage of human behavior, as Austin Kleon said about studying the routines of creative people, like visiting a human zoo, end quote. Some artists like the quiet before everyone else wakes up. Other likes the qui- Others like the quiet after everyone has gone to sleep. Some treat it like a nine to five. Others like a shift worker. Some break up the day with a nap. Others with a run. Some stop working when they run out of momentum so they know where to pick back up tomorrow. Side note from me, Rob. Uh, that is actually an Ernest Hemingway thing. He would always stop writing uh, when he knew what he was going to write next. So the next day he would be able to pick up and like dive right back into the flow. Okay, back to the article. Some stop working 
when they run out of momentum, so they know where to pick back up tomorrow. Others, when they are building momentum, so they know where back to pick back up tomorrow. No two routines are the same. And yet the key practices are nearly universal. Journaling, set wake-up time, quiet moments of reflection, exercise, reading, walks. Think of someone like Marcus Aurelius, as we've talked about. He lived in a time of chaos and dysfunction, featuring brutal wars, devastating plagues, natural disasters, famines, political turmoil, and a plummeting economy. That's to say nothing of his personal life. He buried eight children. His wife was probably unfaithful. His stepbrother and co-emperor were a ne'er-do-well, and his only son to outlive him was deranged. While his adopted father and cherished mentor, Atoninus, <laughs> Antoninus, enjoyed a peaceful reign for over two decades, from the day Marcus put on the purple, it was one obstacle after the next, and it didn't let up for any of the 15 years during which he ruled. It'd be hard to sum it up better than Cassius Dio. Quote, he didn't have the luck which he deserved, but was confronted throughout his reign by a multitude of disasters, end quote. But what centered him through all this was his daily practices, journaling, reading, hunting, and riding horses, a quick dip in the bath, some friendly philosophical banter with Fronto or Sextus, family time. If any of those were routine, he would have had written somewhere in his journals or letters about when he preferred to do this or that. He didn't have the luck or luxury to be rigid. Instead, he said, to live life in peace requires resilience and adaptability. Resilience is, quote, keeping your mind calm, sizing up what's around, and ready to make good use of whatever happens, while adaptability adds, you're just what I was looking for. Same with Seneca. His daily routine was undoubtedly subject to intrusion from his health problems, his exiles, and Nero's descent into madness. But what remained remarkably consistent and unperturbed was his practice of letter writing, his habit of, quote, wandering walks, his cold plunges, and his search for the, quote, one piece of wisdom, end quote, per day. When we talk about stillness, we don't mean the absence of activity. In fact, what we are referring to are the activities that create stillness while the world is spinning out of control around us. Marcus Aurelius used the image of a rock surrounded by the raging sea. Perhaps a better image is of the Buddhist that Eugene Harrigal writes about in The Method of Zen, who calmly meditates through a terrible earthquake. This is what daily practice gives us. Winston Churchill is a great example of how a good life should have both routines and practices. When at Chartwell, his estate, he liked to wake up at the same time each day, do the same things each day, especially when he was writing. There was the time he took his afternoon nap, the time he poured his first drink, and the time he took his bath. That was part of the routine, but the bedrock practices, reading history and poetry, painting, bricklaying, these transcended the day. They were lifting they were lifelong pursuits. They were the things he turned to whether a war was breaking out or whether his depression was creeping back into view. If he had time for these practices, then certainly you do too. There's not a lot of good that can come out of a global pandemic, but one thing we can use it for is to reset and reorganize the building blocks our lives and our days are set upon. We can get our act together. We can create and adjust and fine-tune our habits and practices while we have the time because in a world filled with despair and chaos, what we need is hope and dependability. We have the power to create ritual and the moments of peace that ripple out from them. Maybe right now you're stuck at home. Maybe you're not working. Maybe your kids might be home with you. Certainly, the normal way of doing things has been significantly altered. Almost certainly, our routines have been blown apart. I experienced this when I had kids. I also experienced it when I travel. As much as I'd like this to be simple and controllable, it isn't. So I've had to work to loosen my grip on routines, plural, I've built over time 
and focus more on practices that don't depend on my ability to do the same thing every day in a precise way to be, quote, successful. Maybe your work is shift-based or it's the feast or famine life of a freelancer. It doesn't matter. Routine might be just out of reach, but practices never are. Wherever I am, whatever is going on, what I know is that every day I'm able to make time to journal, to exercise, to walk, to write. The order can change, but the activities remain the same. I have rules too. I have rules too. Uh, I have rules too. For instance, no touching the phone for one hour after I wake up. I don't watch television news. I'm only reachable through three channels. I never put more than three things on my calendar per day if I can help it. I fast for 16 hours. I don't buy Wi-Fi on planes. I always carry a book with me. If I'm unable to do these things or if the rules are violated, my productivity and my mental health suffers. That's what the Stoics meant when they said you can't control what happens. You only control how you respond. That's what they meant when they said the one thing people can always change is themselves. And that's what they meant when they said we are what we repeatedly do. When or how we manage to squeeze squeeze them in is less important than our religious commitment to their continued existence. Start today. Focus on your practices in a world where everything and everyone else seems to be falling apart. You can make good use of this time and say you're just what I was looking for.